You're listening to AW360, a podcast from Advertising Week. Recorded in studio and live at Advertising Week's global events, AW360 features thought leadership conversations with the best and the brightest in the advertising, marketing, and technologies industries each and every week. If you enjoy AW360, we'd appreciate it if you took the time to subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and maybe even leave a positive review. Thanks for listening. Andre, thanks so much for joining me on this episode of AW360. I'm pleased to have you on today. Thanks for having me. So your role at AppLovin is VP of Demand Non-Gaming, as I understand it. It's an interesting distinction. So it's everything but the gaming. This is correct. Yes. I'm responsible for direct advertiser business and the exchange. Excellent. Well, before we get underway with your role, tell us a little bit more about AppLovin and what you do there. For sure. AppLovin makes technologies that help businesses of every size connect to their ideal customers. We provide end-to-end software and AI solutions for businesses to reach, monetize, and grow their audience. And as VP of Demand, I run non-gaming direct advertiser business and the exchange. Let's get underway and dig a little bit deeper. So in your mind, how should app marketers be thinking about their particular media mixes when planning their growth strategies? When it comes to selecting partners to grow your business, it is usually about um, what's going to be the channel acquisition budget, right? How much mm-hmm. do you have out there to experiment with? And uh, having a very good and specific understanding of your goals and being transparent about it. And uh, there is uh, there is a, a, a tendency that there, there are a bunch of companies that are sort of locked in within uh, social platforms. And there is tremendous value in trying new channels just beyond social platforms. Because uh, the data that we have and the, the AI technology behind it differs. So we can make a lot of difference in efficiency. However, obviously social platforms cover most of the users out there, but uh, there are other placements in the apps that we can capture users' attention and uh, actually drive valuable conversions there. Interesting. So. I imagine this next question probably has a pretty broad answer, but I'm curious about your specific take on it. What misconceptions do most app marketers commonly have when they're thinking about mobile advertising? There are several. First off, uh, any marketing, including mobile marketing, is about experimenting and trying new things. So uh, I, I think the most effective user acquisition teams have a, a very uh, laid out process for trying new channels and uh, scaling the ones that work. As uh, earlier mentioned, uh, social partners are a big chunk of everybody's attention, uh, but being able to go outside of that in a way that that still puts advertisers' uh, goals first makes a lot of difference. 
And what would you say would be the simplest way that marketers can test mobile as part of their UA campaigns? The simplest way is uh, actually just to engage and do it, right? So working mm-hmm. with partner like AppLovin delivers massive audience reach and allows budgets to ramp quickly while hitting uh, the advertiser's uh, goals. And the idea is that it is just about getting efficiency at scale, meaning that if it's a finance business and they have their uh, and they have their cost per say first deposit, uh, as long as the partner uh, can ramp uh, to that number, that 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 means that conversion is efficient at scale, uh, and does it at the uh, initial channel acquisition budget that advertisers willing to take a risk on that works. And we see a lot of success in different verticals on our end. That includes companies uh, in finance like Kickoff, in news like Smart News, uh, and pretty much any consumer vertical you can think of. Well, in addition to those examples you just shared, do you have other examples of partners that have successfully diversified their channel mix to include mobile? Yeah, absolutely. One of them is Headway. That's an education app that that is a subscription model. And AppLovin became a core source of users for them. Uh, They have more than 50 million users and operate in 140 plus countries. Wow. AppLovin uh, diversified Headway's channel mix in a way that really started to become a competitive advantage. And it's a pattern for our clients because being able to onboard new channels efficiently and scaling them is essentially a competitive advantage. Any others? The other name I can uh, come up uh, with uh, is Mode Mobile. Mode Mobile, uh, you use the AI and uh, our reach to actually also break in from uh, just several social networks they're, they're using. Excellent. Well, it's time for the what I call the crystal ball question. Um, as you look to 2024, what would your predictions for this space be? And I think on top of that, what are some emerging trends or technologies that you think will have a significant influence on performance marketing? Yeah. In 2024, I think uh, advertisers get more creative with the way they they acquire users. We see several trends out there. One of of, of them includes going uh, outside of mobile inventory to acquire mobile users like CTV. We see advertisers experimenting with web flows. Uh, And uh, I think the next year is gonna further embrace advertisers' ability to work with new partners uh, and drive their growth by uh, differentiating in a way they get new users. And AppLovin is perfectly positioned to support them in that. You know, I always kind of ask that question with a mind towards it being a long ways away. I just realized that as we're recording this, 2024 is only, it's only really a month and a half out. What about further? What do you think we might see in a 2025, just in terms of trends in the industry you think we may happen upon? Yeah. If we look at the longer time horizon, I think uh, in general, 
Uh, it is about building a foundation within the company. If 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 the company is in a consumer business or really any business, the foundation that enables the advertiser to rapidly act to any changes, right? And mm -hmm. when I say that, I mean that they need to have the growth stack that 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 empowers them to measure what they buy, so they exactly know. Uh, what is performance across variety of channels that are out there and uh, also a process to expand their user acquisition uh, channel portfolio so they can act on new additions to it and scale that. As long as companies focused on making sure that that foundation is there, I think I think it makes business set up uh, to succeed in any environment. If people wanted to find out more about AppLovin, where would you suggest they go? AppLovin.com. What could be easier? <laughs> Excellent. Well, Andre, I appreciate you taking the time to be on the show today. This was fascinating stuff. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to AW360. For more podcasts like this one, be sure to check out Advertising Week's ever-growing roster of podcasts for the advertising, marketing, and technology industries, including our flagship podcast, Great Minds. You can find those at www.advertisingweek.com slash podcasts.